welcome. This is the Nisha Jackson Show, and uh, she is Nisha Jackson, Ph.D. I, we were supposed to fix the bottom. I just noticed it still has the, the large A. What does Ph.D. stand for? I know it means doctor, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> You're, you're laughing. I don't know. I should, I, I should know I this. I can't even deal with that question. Why? I've got, I've got so many great things to talk about today. And we're starting out with what is a PhD? Really? Well, no, I know what it is. I just don't know what the letters. Okay. We'll talk about it later. It's a doctorate. Okay. It's I know doctorate. it means doctor, but like it's a big P <laughs> and then little H and then a big D. I don't Anyway. I know it is kind of weird. It is kind of weird, but are, yeah. Are you now last time we talked, you just got back from the big conference. Uh, uh, yes. what, what was the name play? Arrhythmia or something? Not arrhythmia. It's okay. rhythmia. Arrhythmia Rhythmy. is an irregular beat of your heart. But right. this was like getting this was like getting your heart healed. So rhythmia. Oh, rhythmia. Rhythmia. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm are you still? My... Are you still excited about it, or it's like okay, I, I'm. I'm over the the initial high. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm really still so powered up about it. And 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 the one thing that I kept saying to myself this week was. How could I come back from something like that? Now this was this was sort of a mind-blowing retreat, right? It was it was a complete reset on my soul, which I needed, like reset on my brain, reset on my soul, healing my heart. And it it, it was way 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 more than I ever anticipated it being, and which is awesome and I'm really grateful for that. Uh, but reacclimating back into my very busy, uh, somewhat crazy world was a, a bit of a challenge this week. I, I have to say it was a challenge, but I did find myself, uh, I, two things I found out about myself this week. Number one, when I came back, which was, this was, this is very refreshing for me. When I came back to the same exact world, Rusty, nothing changed when I was gone. I was only there eight days. Nothing right. changed. My world here is exactly the same. But it looked completely different to me. In what way? Which is good. Yeah. Which yeah. is good. I just looked at it different. You know, normally going back to work, especially on a Monday, Mondays have been my whole career really hard days for me. They're intense. My mind is really busy. My mind feels cluttered. There's so much to do and it's so much pressure. And and honestly, I think the whole world feels this way on Monday. Anyone that works Monday through Friday probably feels that way on Monday, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I was, I was, uh, I, I went into Monday and I'm like, wow, I'm frighteningly like calm, and everything seems to just be happening as it's supposed to be happening, and I'm not like overly stressed about what I have to do because it's going to get done when it gets done. It wasn't like I wasn't working. It was just I was moving through things sort of like just seamlessly, like it was hmm. just in a flow, kind of the way probably we're meant to move through things. I just wasn't jammed up in my head. Now, I'm not drinking. <laughs> I'm eating a ton of vegetables. I am doing meditation every day for at least 20 minutes. Now, is that new for you, eating vegetables and not drinking or no? Um. I, I do eat vegetables, but I don't eat. Uh, maybe my ratios had gotten off a little bit where I was doing a little bit more uh, fast eating, like protein bars, instead of taking time to fix what I need to fix and being prepared. Um, <clears throat> I started doing the 100 breaths regularly. So I do 100 breaths in the morning and 100 breaths at night, which is super cool for sleep. Okay, show us that again in a minute. Okay. 
And uh, yeah, and so I think because I'm doing those things and certainly coming from that retreat, I just, my perspective on my life and what has to be done in any given day is different. Hmm. I, I offloaded a bunch of stuff because now I understand how to trust myself, which means that I can trust others better. I was able to give things to other people when I came home and said, you know what, I don't need to be involved with this. I don't need to micromanage all this stuff, which is a problem for people who are business owners. They, you like to think you don't micromanage, but the problem is you don't really trust people to take care of things because you, you give it to them, but then you kind of like keep checking on them. Right. Is that, is and, that been one of your issues? Yeah, that was yeah. a major issue of mine. And I think it's, once you learn how to trust yourself, it's easier to trust other people. And that's, that's going to be a work in progress, but that was a big thing that I learned this last week. And, you know, I found that that was working this week. Um, but definitely there are some triggers. And I think the key rusty is learning what are your triggers? Because there are certain triggers, like, like when I hear, when I walk into our medical offices and something's not working Hmm. and somebody didn't say anything about it and it's just gone unfixed. I mean, that's like a trigger for me because I love things done right. I, I'm really passionate about things being done right. And, and so when people just don't say anything and it's not being done right, I'm like, oh, my, it feels like my head is going to blow off my shoulders. And, and that may sound crazy, but that's a trigger for me. And so I caught myself a few times, like hearing that and then just saying, Nisha, just Make sure you report that to someone else and then walk away. Why is it that the conference gave you these things? What was it about the the location that's changed your life so much? Yeah, I I don't think it was. I mean, the location was amazing because just being in Costa Rica was really amazing. I'd never been there before. But I think it was because um, it was the combination of treatments. It was the combination of the meditation and the really learning how to breathe and eating super clean, high vibration food that we talked about last time. And also, you know, the plant medicine and working with the specialists and going to workshops. I mean, our schedule was really full and I just feel like I got in alignment with who I am. And, um, my, my perspective when I came back was completely different, even though my world is exactly the same as I left it. Mm. I just look at things different now and everyone has the chance to do that. And, um, you know, I love, I love one of the things that I learned there is, um, how people get stuck in their own story. Like, oh, I'm just a workaholic and this is just what I do. Right. I just have two glasses of wine every night. Cause that's just what I do. I just am a sugaraholic. So that's just what I do. I am, you know, resentful of my husband who's a lazy ass. So that's just what I do. I am, you know, I'm, I just fly off the handle because I, my whole family has a really short fuse. So that's just what I do. Those are like stories that people get caught up in and they stay in their story. And I, 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 I have my own stories, right? Everybody has their own stories. And I really identified what some of those stories were. And those stories are usually the triggers that come up during your week. And so I guess my message today, um, one of them, is if you guys have a story that you're playing over and over in your head, um, it's it's like a form of trickery because it keeps you away from healing and it keeps you away from staying in alignment and the best health for yourself. 
So if you find yourself saying things that's just total BS, you should identify what is that story that you're telling yourself and is it the best, most high vibration for yourself? And it probably isn't. So so just stop the trickery and and attack it, acknowledge it, say, you know what, this isn't in my highest interest to 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 believe this story. And I'm gonna start moving out of it because I'm gonna find out what my real story is. Hmm. What is my highest vibration story? And I think that that makes sense. Do you think that makes sense, Rusty? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And so you're finding that you're able to uh, make a difference by just changing the story? Yeah, like identifying. I, I feel like I did that all at this retreat was, was identifying what those stories were that I've been telling myself. And they're just excuses, really. That's what they are. They're excuses. And 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 I, I used to have this license plate. I don't know if you remember when, 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 when we live closer together, but I had this, I had this license plate on my suburban that said zero excuses. And, uh, I, have always been a big, big proponent of no excuses. Just do it, you know, mm -hmm. just power through it. And, uh, and, and yet I had my own stories and my own excuses. So if you just find yourself doing things that maybe isn't in your best interest, or maybe it keeps you from being the best person you can be, those are stories and that's trickery. And I would identify it, relate to it, and then find the right story and the right, the right alignment for yourself and say, I don't have to be a sugarholic. I don't have to behave that way. When somebody offends me, I don't have to fly off the handle. I can change that part of me because that will help me become a better person and a healthier person, okay. which kind of goes, which kind of goes into our topic today. Uh, that was a very long <laughs> prelude no. into our topic today about the brain. Okay, what about what about the brain? Are we are are you focused on today? Obviously, you're yes. excited about something about the brain today. Yes. Okay. So, so one of the things that I think um, that people want to know more about is is brain balance. I mean, everybody, nobody wants to get dementia, right? No one wants to have cognitive decline. Nobody wants to be scattered in their brain or not remembering things like going into the bathroom and forgetting why you're there. Right. Nobody wants to nobody wants to be confused or not have really good recall or focus. But the problem is, is that a lot of us do have that. And and it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary to get to. Uh, well, a 20 year old could have it or a 50 year old could have it where where you just feel like you're having a very difficult time remembering things or focusing uh, I, I have I, just, I have had that, and and it, it, does it come and go, or is it once you start forgetting stuff, you start forgetting stuff? It seems like for me, there are times where like I can't remember somebody that I really, really should be remembering, and they're not there. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow, what happened to my brain? But you know, kind of maybe just give your brain a little bit of a break because think about, think about, um, one of my good friends down in the Palm Springs area, he said to me, he goes, Nish, I think the whole world has ADD now. Like why wouldn't the whole world have ADD? We've got all these devices we're plugged into and the sensory overload and all this input coming in. How in the world would we keep everything straight? And you know what? He's right. Yeah. We all, we all have a form of ADD and, um, Oh, I shouldn't say we all, I'm kind of generalizing, but you know what I mean? It's like, no wonder we have brain jam with all of the input that's constantly, we can't even sit still for a second without grabbing our phone. Like nobody can even wait in line at Starbucks and just, just kind of like, just sit there and kind of just like look up and just kind of 
and, you know, think about like how beautiful the day is or maybe set their intentions for the day. No one's doing that crap. What they're doing is they're like constantly on their phone, like looking at something like, you know, just just jamming through their phone really quick. Okay, well, why, why is that? Is that maybe, uh, you know, we're trying to learn more. Maybe we're we're smarter than before. and We want more input or maybe not. Yeah, I think it's just an addiction. It's an addiction to sensory input. And the problem is our brain suffers from it because it can only it can only process so much information at a time. And when your cortisol, which is your stress hormone levels, become imbalanced. And I really think this is why my perspective is different right now. When you have so much coming into your brain at the same time. So let's let's just let's just use an example. Um so I walked into the clinic today. This is a trigger. I walked into the clinic today and, and, and I was, I was late for an interview. I had to interview a practitioner. I was knowing that I needed to do this podcast. My CPA flew into town from Texas to do a whole jam session for three days, which is kind of intense dealing with taxes and finances and all that stuff. And I, I, I had a, I had a, a really early morning meeting with her. That's going to continue on through the weekend and then I went to the front desk to grab something. And then I forgot that I needed to get some makeup because we have a makeup line. So I forgot that we needed to get some make. I needed to get some makeup. So I said, hey, can you color match me really quick on some makeup? So she's like, uh-huh. I'm late. I, seriously, I'm late for an interview. She's like color matching me on some makeup. And then she's like, oh, this is the makeup you need. This is the color you need. It's suntan. So great. Give me suntan. I'm like, I got to go. And so she goes to the cover. She goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, we didn't place our order and we don't have the right number of palettes of makeup. And somebody forgot to do this and somebody forgot to do that. And literally, I thought my head was going to blow off my shoulders. Not because that that's like kind of little. That's not a big deal. Like, we'll just place the order and everything will be cheery. What was the problem was that there were seven things going on in my brain at the same time. Okay, nobody, I don't care how brilliant you are, can deal with that over a long period of time. I'm 55. I can't do that. You know, I shouldn't even ask myself to do that. And so anyway, I I found myself getting ready to snap like I was going to snap. And I am zenned out right now. I shouldn't be snapping. So I walked back to my office. I did 20 breaths. I walked back to my office. I'm like, Nish, get a handle on yourself. And and I realized I've got, I just thought to myself, I have seven things coming into my brain right now. How in the world is my brain supposed to process that? And so no wonder you can't remember and you can't process and you get irritable. And then all of a sudden you get jammed up and you fly off the handle. No wonder the whole world is on edge yeah. because that story I just told is not unlike anyone else that's going through a normal day. I only say that because I, I don't want to sound like a freak and I don't, and I'm not a freak. Well, sometimes I'm a freak, but, but <laughs> I'm not saying it because I think I'm a freak. I'm saying that because I think I'm just like everybody else. And, and, and so what I'm trying to say is the brain can only process so much, right? So why are we asking it to do more than that? Why would I not go and get a little color match on my makeup when that was the only thing I was focusing on? If I had an interview that was coming in, why am I putting in three or four other things? I should be completely mentally uh, aware and present for that interview, like prepared, 
and present. And that is a lesson I'm going to have to keep working on till I take my last breath is really being present for my current activity. And then you can start remembering your brain like opens up, but not when you have seven things going into your brain at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that, that's a, that, that's a little snippet of what I think. So is it's not about brain chemistry, what you're talking about. It's not about taking some vitamin. It's about focus. So it is about brain chemistry because what I just explained, so that little situation right there, it's a good example of going into a toxic stress state. So what I'm, what I'm asking my body to do when I'm in that state, I've got seven things that I need to deal with right now. And now I'm in, I'm calling for adrenaline, I'm calling for cortisol, and I'm going into my little toxic stress. So what the toxic stress does is it directly affects the brain chemicals that have everything to do with your ability to control anxiety and your ability to control your heart rate and your ability to control your mood and your reactions and your focus. That's what your brain does. So so if 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 it's affecting my brain chemicals and causing a like a disturbance in my brain chemicals or the output of my brain chemicals, Mm -hmm. it really makes sense that I would not react normally. And that is just, that's just a little part of it. So it is about brain chemical balance because what we're doing to our brain is not making our brain better. It's making our brain imbalanced. So, you know, like some of the questions that I would ask uh, a patient that came in, um, we have these little brain quizzes that we give them. And some of the questions that I would ask them would be, do you have a tendency to be negative all the time? Okay. Do you have a ten- do you have a tendency to be impatient and edgy and kind of freak out easily? Do you have panic attacks and anxiety? Do you have problems with both body pain a lot? Do you have incessant cravings? Uh, do you have a great deal of physical and emotional pain like more than the average person? Do you crave a lot of pleasure? do you do you seek pleasure uh, all the time like you can't get enough pleasure because some people, some people seek a lot of pleasure and a lot of um, like high risk behavior because it gives them a brain chemical that they're off balance with. Huh. Do you overuse tobacco or alcohol or sugar? You know, are you habituating on something? Do you easily get upset? So these are some of the things that, that, that we ask in the office to try to determine what neuro brain chemical are you low in? Because there's some really simple ways of raising the brain chemicals naturally without a drug that would give you instant relief of some of these things. And I really don't like people having mood disorders. I hate when they have anxiety. It makes me so sad when they can't get a hold of their cravings or, or they have body pain and they don't know why. So this is all related to brain chemistry, which I believe is just a process of getting them balanced. But huh. then, but then they have to do their part too. And that is stopping the, the brain jam, like what I just told you I was doing. Right. So, so do yeah. you, would you suggest uh, supplements as well to enhance those things? Or is that not where supplements help? Yes. Supplements are really key. And I love to use amino acids. You know, most people have heard of amino acid. There's the acids, they're byproducts of protein, you know, like something very simple to explain that would be like Turkey is, has a lot of tryptophan in it, right? So it raises serotonin. So that's why everybody that just pigs out on Thanksgiving day just wants to go to the couch and take a nap and watch football afterwards because it works. 
like turkey works, it raises uh, its tryptophan. It's an amino acid and it directly raises serotonin and it really makes you feel quite good. It, it makes you feel happy. But, but the interesting thing is uh, serotonin can be raised other ways. So serotonin can be raised by sugar. So if you, if you find yourself craving sugar all the time, it's very likely that you're low in serotonin. So stress lowers serotonin. So it's no wonder that people who are under a lot of stress crave sugar because sugar works. It does raise serotonin, but only for a little while because then it drops. And then guess what you want to do when it drops? Sleep. No. No. You want to eat. <laughs> what a good guess. <laughs> well, I do. But, the, but then when I get tired, then you eat more sugar to kind of keep you going again. Right. Or no. That, I know that's so right. And, and that's so true. And, and actually what you said is actually right. Cause a lot of people do get very tired when they eat sugar because they just go straight down. They don't get any high from it at all. They just go straight down. So, so, um, so when you, when your blood sugar goes up and then it drops down, not only does that make your adrenal glands just go off again and call for more cortisol, it, 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 it raises serotonin and then it drops serotonin. So then your brain is not screaming broccoli, Rusty. It's screaming more sugar. Give me more sugar because I just lost the serotonin high I had. I need more. Where are the peanut that- butter M&Ms? <laughs> oh my gosh, those are so good. <laughs> They're so good. Oh my gosh, they're so good, and they made me feel so bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so that's why people have addictions because the stuff that they're using does work. Alcohol raises serotonin and dopamine. It works, but only for a little while, and then it levels drop down. and And some research has actually shown that they drop down even further the next time. So it takes more to get it back up. So that's what leads to the habituation process, which is really so damaging because then when you start habituating on those things, you get off your life path. Yeah. You start going down the wrong, you start gaining weight and then you start hating yourself and then you get de- you start blaming yourself. Why can't I get a handle on my sugar cravings? I'm such a loser. Hmm. So you can kind of see this whole process happening, but it's really simple. It's just understanding what is that doing to you, Okay. which is what we talked about in our last show, is that really looking at things and saying, is this the best thing for me to be doing? I don't care what it is you're doing, whatever goes into your mouth or whatever situation you're exposing yourself to is, is this in my highest and best interest to be participating in or partaking of? Mm-hmm. So, so how do so okay so what do you suggest then to help with this brain chemical issue not going into alcohol or drugs or sugar or food or the negative things how do we make it positive Right so one of the books that I love and and y'all should go to this website cuz I think it's 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 very helpful is called mood m o o d mood moodcure.com, moodcure.com. Julia Ross is, um, is, a, is a friend of mine, and she is a really, really, really solid, not only researcher, but practitioner in the Bay Area. And she's written several books, Diet Care, Mood, Mood Cure, and she's, she's really kind of perfected the whole treatment of neurobrain chemical balance using amino acids. And I'd encourage you to, at, at the very least, go to her website because you could take one of these questionnaires I'm talking about and kind of find out, you know, am I low on dopamine? Am I low on norepinephrine? Am I low on serotonin? 
could I fix it easily with maybe just an amino acid supplement? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think getting your brain back on track, but also understanding that your brain can only do so much for you, even though it's brilliant and it's, and it's, it's so powerful uh, it can only do so much, and we shouldn't be asking it to process seven high-stress things at one time. It's just not possible. You know, there's another book I would suggest, just thinking about it, that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> brilliant Burnout, I hear, is an excellent oh, book. Oh, yeah, that's right. How oh, successful... She, oh, <laughs> yeah, she has the question in her book, too. I totally forgot. <laughs> yes, How Successful Driven Women Can Stay in the Game by Rewiring Their Bodies their brains and their hormones, and it's written by this cool chick here, Nisha Jackson, Ph.D., and you can get it at Amazon and Barnes & Noble, and you can find out more information at nishajackson.com, right? That's right. You can. Yeah. Any, any yeah. Anything else that's uh, got your attention? Today we're gonna, we got another show uh, next week we're going to get to. Uh, sometimes you even know what you're going to talk about next time. Any, any idea this time for what's next time? Well, I'd like to keep talking about the brain because you have just touched on like one sixteenth of what I wanted to say about okay. the brain. Uh, um, but anyway, I, I think it's I think it's really important that we just stay on the brain for a while because I don't really know anyone that doesn't want better focus, better attention, uh, less cravings, less anxiety, less depression, better sleep. I don't know one person that doesn't want all of that. So we got to keep teasing that out. There's so much more we can talk about with the brain. But I guess the take-home message here today is give your brain a break, okay? Don't jam your brain up with so much stuff and then and then expect yourself to remember things like your daughter's birthday. Don't expect to remember your daughter's birthday. <laughs> you forgot your daughter's birthday, didn't you? No, I didn't. Okay, good. <laughs> that, that was a gross exaggeration. But, okay. But I have forgot very, very simple things that I really have no business forgetting because right. I'm, I'm, I'm jamming my brain up. <laughs> so just be careful about what you're doing to your brain and, and, and give it a rest. And don't forget the 100 breaths. Oh, yeah. And, you know, next show, will you show us the 100 breath thing again? Okay. I watched the video of me doing it last time, and I did look a little silly, but okay. Not now. Next show. It's a teaser. Oh, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. All right. We're going to catch you. We're going to go 100 breaths next time and uh, learn more about the brain with uh, Nisha Jackson. Uh, Again, the website, nishajackson.com. That's it. And, of course, the book is Brilliant Burnout, How Successful Women Can Stay in the Game by Rewiring Their Bodies, Brains, and Hormones. She's Nisha Jackson, Ph.D. I'm Rusty Humphries, and we'll see you next time right here on the Nisha Jackson Show. Nisha Jackson.